with you this week so far has been really fucking tough really fucking tough um since about sunday the energies have just been intense so intense um relationships ending uh my mind is just mush i'm feeling a lot i'm feeling grief i'm feeling sadness i'm feeling joy and excitement for releasing things that no longer serve me, but still wanting to grieve over them. It's a very fragile place to be in, and really tough, too, because you're proud of yourself on one hand for getting rid of things that just no longer resonate with you and your intuition has been telling you to release, and you're excited for what's to come, but you're still grieving over the loss of a future you had planned out in your mind that will no longer be. You know what I'm saying? This airy season is just burning things to the ground. Like, I feel like a lot of people are just at their wits end right now. Yesterday was really tough, really heavy. And as I'm saying this, yesterday was Monday, April 8th. I just, everywhere I went, strangers and friends alike were like, this day is heavy. The energy feels heavy. Even some of my most optimistic friends were quiet and not their usual selves. And then my brother, who has epilepsy, he had a big seizure. It was just a really tough day. So if you guys don't mind, I have the Romance Angels Oracle cards here on my lap. And I would like to pull a card to highlight our relationship status. Mine, yours, our future whatever the angels want to say. Oh, there's one. True love. This is the romance of a lifetime. You pulled this card because true and lasting love is here for you. If your question was about a specific person, then this card serves as validation of the relationship's divine nature. This individual has genuine love for you, and you both can overcome the issues that arise. This is especially the case if you can express your feelings through attributes such as kindness, compassion, and courtesy toward each other. For instance, having honest conversations would be an expression of your true love, even if it involves discussing uncomfortable topics. If you're currently seeking a relationship, this card offers you assurance that true love is on its way. Keep the faith that a wonderful relationship is destined to come to you and don't compromise with an unsuitable partner. It's essential that you treat yourself well by taking excellent care of yourself for the foundation of a true love relationship is two people who cherish who they are. Wow. That's a really beautiful card for this episode. You know, I once saw a psychic or an intuitive reader and she told me, Yes, you will get a divorce, but the love you experience after that will be like nothing you can dream of right now. And right now, my current relationship status and just emotions toward relationships and love is like, yeah, fucking right. I thought about, like, what do you guys think of this? I thought about recording a video when I'm at my lowest in regards to love. 
just talking to my future soulmate, my future twin flame, soulmate, whatever you want to call him, the love of my life. I thought about making a video saying hi. I'm not sure if we already know each other or we have no idea of each other, but I can't wait to meet you one day. I can't wait to be with you. I can't wait until we have kids and we can laugh and joke around with them. We can dance around our kitchen on Saturday mornings. We can go on lots of adventures together. You know, I'm thinking of making a video like that. I just think it would be cool. Can you imagine playing something like that at your wedding? Wouldn't that be dope? Can you guys tell I have a Scorpio moon? <laughs> oh, but that's where I'm at. And for my premium subscribers, I'm going to talk a lot about my relationship status on our private bonus chat because the audience is a lot smaller and it just feels like I know you guys almost on a first name basis through our emails and our DM chats. So if you don't already join us there, please, please, please sign up. I love it. Actually, don't. I like keeping it small. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Feel absolutely free to join us. It's $10 a month. You can cancel at any time. You get access to all the previous bonus episodes and all the ones I have yet to release every Friday. And it's just like a vibe tribe. We just, we, it's like we sit on beanbags and sip hot coffee and just chat about being a light worker in this crazy life that we have to be empaths in. So join us. Now, April. You know, I think April 1st, we all felt refreshed. It's for us in the States anyway. It's spring. We feel renewed. We're ready to take on life. But then shit happens. And it's like, oh, why do I do this? Every month I say, new month, new me. This month will bring me lots of happiness and joy and abundance. But then really shitty things happen. You know, really shitty things happen. And I think... You know, you could easily be like, screw this. Affirmations don't work. Um, nothing ever goes my way. Whatever you want to say about it. But these low points happen to us to further our growth. Like if you're having a really hard time right now, in just a month, maybe even just a week, you're going to look back on this and realize why it had to happen why you have to be so frustrated, why nothing seems to be working, why everything is just crashing and burning. It's happening for you, not to you, to bother you, to affirm that any subconscious belief you have that you can't manifest what you want, you can't have what you want. So growth and joy, I mean pain and joy, are both things that happen for us, and they're both abundance if you think about it. Pain helps you grow and helps you feel happy moments 10 times more than if you're just happy all the time. You know what I'm saying? So as you guys listen to this, it's probably April 10th. Keep your head up. It, the month is still very young and there's still so much that has yet to happen, including a full moon in Libra, I believe. And speaking of cosmic energy, you guys, today, as you listen to this, is Wednesday, April 10th and Jupiter is moving retrograde. Dun, 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 dun. Psych. There's no dun, 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 dun with this. Jupiter, my planet as a Sagittarius, is the planet of abundance, luck, joy, prosperity, good fortune. It is a big ball of love, of joy, of happiness, of abundance, of money, of gold. 
That's what Jupiter represents. And so when Jupiter goes retrograde, anytime any planet goes retrograde, it is asking you to go within. Take all of the abundance you see and you feel on the outside, bring it in. So this Jupiter retrograde is actually very good for us because it's telling us to, it's going to renew our sense of faith. It's going to renew our sense of hope and faith. If you've been practicing money affirmations, but they just don't seem to be working, Jupiter retrograde is going to bring all of that within. And those money affirmations that you feel within are going to be lit on fire with Jupiter and retrograde. So you're going to feel just renewed sense of enthusiasm for your goals and your wishes coming true. So it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect that Jupiter is going retrograde. And I believe it'll be retrograde for six months. Or maybe not six months, maybe till August. I probably should have looked that up before I hit record. But Google it, Jupiter in retrograde. I think I posted a poll on Lightworkers Lounge Instagram asking you guys if you knew what it was. Not a lot of people did. I'm still learning with you too, you know? I There's so much I have yet to learn as well. And I learn a lot from you guys on our community. So Jupiter retrograde, the planet of luck, expansion, and growth, and good fortune is asking us to bring all of that growth, expansion, good fortune within, to really feel it. And you know, that is how things manifest in real life, is we go within and we feel like, okay, that dream beach house I have, I can feel it, I can smell what the kitchen smells like, I can feel what the handle to the front door feels like, um... I know what the music sounds like as it's playing on my Bluetooth speaker in my house. I just, I can feel it. You know, you're conjuring up all these emotions from within. And then sooner or later, it's in front of you and you're like, I saw this. I felt this. I smelt that. I touched that. It's here. So this Jupiter retrograde is really a gift. It's really a gift. And I'm very excited for it. I can't wait to wake up tomorrow you know, up here in cold, rainy New England. It's been cold. It's been freezing. And I feel like this happens to me sometimes. I make really big life changes that are painful and hard. And then the weather usually, like, how do I say this? The weather just plays along. Like, I've been feeling so melancholy, so sad. And the weather's like, hold my beer. And it just starts raining, and it's so dark and overcast and pouring rain. Today we had ice and snow, and I'm just like, come on. I just want to see the sun to know that there's light at the end of this tunnel. You know what I mean? So, I think right now, there's a lot of old fears coming up to be released. And... Just because I'm the host of a self-help spiritual podcast does not mean by any means that I am some spiritual guru. I hope you guys know that. I'm not. I'm just sharing my life experience and what I've gone through, what I've grown through, in hopes that it'll inspire you guys to grow through what you're going through. But I don't always practice what I preach. And my friends call me out on this, which I need. I need that. Because, for example... I'm about to move, and I've told you guys this, but I haven't yet, and some of you are probably like, when are you leaving? Hello, I want to see you. Tell me where you're at in the world. I want to stop by and have coffee with you. I haven't left yet, and I've had to really sit and take a good, hard look in the mirror and realize, why haven't I left yet? So when I got my divorce, I had to move back to New Hampshire to be with my family. 
Financially, I needed help. Emotionally, I needed help. It was just a really, really tough chapter of my life. And I did not want to come back up here. I dug my stubborn ass, Sagittarius sun, Taurus rising, stubborn bull heels, hooves, (laughs) hooves, into the ground because I was like, fuck, no. Living with your mom at 30 years old, turning 30 in New Hampshire, like, no, no, that is not me. Like, I'm a business owner. I'm... I just lived in a luxury loft downtown Denver, like, and now I have to go to some tiny ass place in New Hampshire? No, no ma'am, but I had to let it go and I had to just succumb to what needed to happen. And looking back, I needed this time. I needed help with my dog, like watching him because he's crazy. He needs to be walked and hiked and every day. He's a psycho little pug. I love him. But I just, I needed help. I needed somewhere where I didn't have to worry about how I was going to pay rent every month so I could just rest and feel into all of the emotions and the major life changes I just went through. So most of you guys know, but I joined um, a yoga studio. I started seeing an Ayurvedic practitioner to move emotions, but also physical toxins out of my body to just detox, um... I spent a lot of alone time hiking by myself, meditating by myself. It's just been so lovely to sit back and rejuvenate. And then I I really just had a safe space to make a list. And I was like, okay, I'm only going to be here a month, tops. Yeah, right. But I said, I'll make a list and be organized and responsible this time. Because my Sagittarius ways is like, just jump. Leap in the net will appear every single time. Which is kind of true. But I was not emotionally stable enough to go from getting a divorce to living by myself in a place I've never lived in, knew nobody, had to run a business, and somehow afford to pay rent every month by myself. Way too much. That that is a problem I have. I bite off way more than I can chew. And this time I said, you know what? I am going to do this right. I'm not going to fuck it up this time. When I leave New Hampshire this time, I'm never coming back. Never. Besides, if I have to visit family, I'm never going to have to end up back here. I'm going to make it. And my dreams are going to be far beyond anything I can even think of. So, I got organized one day. I made a list, a checklist. Steph, you have to cross off everything on this list before you can leave. And I hate logistics. I hate details. Virgo is listening to this. I need you in my life. I can't stand being organized in details. I just want to go off the cuff. I'm a free spirit. I just want to go where the wind takes me. But I was like, okay, unless you want to end up back here again, you got to get practical and you got to plan. So I made this checklist of five things I wanted to get done. I wanted to have X amount of money in my savings account that could last me a few months while I established myself somewhere new. I wanted to get my dog neutered, which, you know, is a lot of... $700 here in New Hampshire. $700. I know. Some of you just fell out of your chair, maybe even crashed your car. I know. $700. But I wanted to save up for that. Um, I have a car with a lot of miles on it, but it was all I could afford at the time after the divorce. So the check engine light was on, and it had all this, like, catalytic converter issues. And so I needed to save up, pay for that, get that fixed. So that was on my checklist is fix car, save up to fix car. I wanted to get my taxes done, which is really difficult when you are a freelance entrepreneur. There's a lot of write-offs and deductions and blah, blah, blah. 
you have to go through. And I was worried that I would owe taxes. It's stressful when you own a business, but don't let that deter you if you're listening to this and you want to start a business, do it. It's more than worth the eight hours of a headache. But I wanted to get that done. And there were a couple of other things that surrounded emotions. Like I really wanted to connect with my authentic self and move somewhere based off of my authentic self, not just, ooh, that place sounds fun. I really wanted to align with that and really sit and think about it. Oh, and then the last one was don't leave on a bad note. Don't like get in a fight with your family members or break up with someone or lose a friend. Just don't leave on a God, get me the fuck out of here. No, I wanted to leave on a cheers. Let's pop a bottle of champagne and send me off on a happy note on my new journey. Really happy. So I'm happy to say that I have officially checked off every single thing on that list. And it took me August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. It took me nine months. Holy shit. And when I first got here, my stubborn ass was like, three months tops. I'm out of here. Three months. And that's it. I'm leaving. (laughs) But I just said, you know what, Steph? Calm down, little girl. Calm down. I know you love to run from your problems, but you can't do that this time. We're going to be practical. And I did it. I wrote down that list. And I remember looking at it. And especially when I looked at the amount of money I wanted to have saved up. Like, you guys, I had $30 to my name when I wrote down, I want to have thousands of dollars before I leave this place. And I remember looking at it being like, oh, my God, how it's going to take me years to reach that. It's going to take me so long to reach that amount of money. Like, there's no fucking way with all the bills I have. No way. Well, guess what? I started practicing money affirmations and a lot of money exercises. If you guys want to know what they were, scroll on back to the episode about money that I posted in February. I think it's just called How to Manifest Money or just Money 101. I don't know, but you'll know. You'll know it when you see the title. Listen to that episode where I shared one of the most powerful exercises I did to feel abundant every single day. It worked. Within, you know, I've been practicing this, like, checklist, trying to check off everything for nine months. But in three months, I got that money. Three months. I had enough to leave. And I will never forget when I saw that amount in my bank account, I was like, what? What? Like, I don't usually log into my bank account because a lot of my bills are just auto pay. So just randomly one day, like, I was just humming and drumming along with my work. I love what I do. And I was feeling abundant and I was feeling happy because I love what I do and I worked so hard to get here that I was like, well, wait a second. How much money do I have in my checking account right now? I wonder if all this work is paid off. And I signed on to my mobile banking and I was like, oh, no way. And it was like $200 away from the goal I wrote down on that paper. So when I finally saw that number that was on the paper blew my mind. Blew my mind. As a holistic health coach who specializes in helping women balance their hormones, I always teach my ladies the importance of using all natural bath and beauty products. There's one thing a lot of my clients never think of though, and that's pads and tampons. This week's sponsor offers a product I am so excited to help get into the hands of my female listeners as it's so important for the health of their delicate hormonal system. 
Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No fragrance, no pesticides, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable monthly subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it, right to your door every month. Lola boxes are completely customizable. Choose from either or a combo of 18 organic cotton tampons or 12 pads and liners. You can also decide how many boxes you want delivered to your door and select your shipment frequency. You can cancel, skip an order, or modify your subscription anytime. Lola emails you two days before your box ships and prides themselves on no surprises or gimmicks. I personally love my Lola box. I have an app on my phone that tracks my menstrual cycle, so I made sure to have my box delivered a week before I'm due for my period, and it's one thing I can check off my to-do list. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter Lightworkers when you subscribe. Again, for 40% off your subscription of Lola, visit mylola.com and enter Lightworkers when you subscribe. So here I am. I have everything checked off my list. I did it. I can't believe I did it, but I did it, and I'm ready to go. And I have every reason to hit the road running and go chase my dreams and finally get out of this tiny town where I'm not growing. This was a place for me to recluse, like a safety cave. And I know I need to get out of this cave now to chase my dreams and put myself out there in the path of people that are going to help me achieve my dreams. But I'm I'm stuck. You guys, I can't move. I'm nervous, I'm sad, I'm fearful um, for so many reasons, so many silly reasons. I feel like my mom's gonna be so sad without me because her and I are really close. Um, I heard my dog, Jeffrey, my pug, they are the best of friends, attached to each other's hips, so I feel bad separating them. And then there's money. You guys, when you listen to that money podcast episode back from February, you know that I was born into a family with a lack mindset. I'm still working on figuring out my relationship with money and perfecting it. But I'm so nervous that as soon as I back out of this driveway, all that money I saved is just going to go flying out the window. All towards just anything, random shit, housing, you name it. What I'm not stopping to realize is that I make more money every month. I make more every month. Where I spend money, more money will come in. My friend Sarah gave me such a good analogy for this. You have to give to receive. If I just hold all of my money close to my chest, I'm not giving it out. I'm not spending it. I'm just that stagnant energy. I have to go out there and I have to spend money on food, clothing, shelter. I have to do all of this in order to achieve my dreams. So we cannot embark on growth without fear. We cannot embark on growth without fear, without people trying to protect us. Until you know, when I finally announced to my mom today, hey, I'm leaving next Wednesday. And damn it, I didn't want to say this on the podcast because I don't want you guys to hold me to it because I'm still so nervous. But I gave myself Wednesday. I I said next Wednesday, the 17th, is when I am going to back out of this driveway. And right now, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not have a place booked. I don't have... I just saw a bright red orb, red and orange orb, flash in front of me. That was crazy. 
But of course, my mom was like, well, where are you going? Who are you going with? Who's going to watch your dog? Who's going to do this? And then, you know, she just plagues my mind unintentionally, unintentionally plagues my mind with fears. Like, shit, am I going to run out of money? Do I need to, you know? In her perfect world, I would have $30,000 saved up to last me a month, and I would sign a lease somewhere, or I would buy a house somewhere, and I would settle, and that would be it. But you know what? That sounds good and very comfortable, but when I was married, all I dreamt of, all I dreamt of was being free. And being able to go spend a month in Arizona if I wanted to. And being able to go live up for a month in Oklahoma to chase thunderstorms in May if I wanted to. I wanted to go to Key West for the winter. I wanted to go to Washington State to see the lavender fields in June. I just wanted that freedom. You know, fun fact, me and my ex-husband almost bought an Airstream. We almost bought an Airstream and did that whole life. But towards the end, we just... It didn't feel right, and I could tell my husband was not feeling it. He really wanted to buy a house and settle down. That felt good to him, so we didn't. And then we ended up moving to Colorado. But there's fear. And what I want to teach you guys is that if you're trying to make a big move, you're trying to quit a job, you're trying to move across the country or maybe to a different maybe to a different country altogether or to a different state, whatever it may be, there's going to be people that will instill fear into you. They could be jealous that you have the guts to do it, but most of the time it's people who care about you genuinely and just don't want you to experience any pain and trials and struggles. They want everything to go smoothly for you and they want you to be okay. Accept that, say thank you for caring about me, but I have to try this. My soul... <laughs> at bar 777. My soul is telling me to do this. Thank you for your concern, but I'm out. <laughs> so one thing that has really lit a fire under my ass, besides for the fact it's airy season, is because so many, If you, again, go back to last June's episode or last March. And there's an episode called This is What Happens When You Follow Your Heart. As a matter of fact, I think I will go listen to that episode. But it's called This is What Happens When You Follow Your Heart. And I went on a two-week trip to Key West, where I always wanted to live, back in March. And every single day I was there, I met people. I went to places and I networked the shit out of that place. And by the time I left, I had a job offer. I had housing. I had friends who I could go have dinner at their house if I wanted to. When I lived there, I had, I had a community established. I mean, and these were people that I would meet by taking myself out for coffee at a cafe. These are people I would beat standing in line behind me at the ATM or checking me out at the grocery store. And it's all because I put myself out there. So here I am in New Hampshire, sitting in my little office or in my bedroom every single day, not meeting anyone. And I'm like, okay, I'm healed and I'm ready to put myself out there into the world again and meet these people. The universe has a way like that. It will put the people you need on your path. You just have to put yourself out there. And I know my introverts are listening to this being like, bitch, what? I know, I know, but it's really the only, like, we are, hi, Jeffrey, did you guys hear him snort? We need community. We humans, we need each other to survive and thrive. If you're an introvert, I would say go to Barnes & Noble and just sit and read a book and just look around. 
Who knows who you'll run into? If you're a fire sign like me, go absolutely anywhere. I meet people just walking in the woods, just walking on the beach, um, walking down Main Street. You know, me and Jeffrey, I think it helps having a pug because everybody loves a good pug and wants to pet him. But that's how I meet people is I just live my life out and about. I get out of the house. And that was another thing I really didn't like about a nine-to-five is that I wasn't out meeting people. I was just withering away in a little cubicle with no windows. And it was like, no, 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 no. I have got such a bright light that people need and that I need to give out. And people have so much to teach me too. Like, get me out of here. Do I sound like a Sagittarius or what? But hey, you guys, if you're afraid of your future, you're letting the past fence you in. If you are crippling afraid of your future and just can't seem to make a move to leave, to quit that job, to leave that relationship, to move to that town, it's because something happened to you in the past that has you crippled with fear. And you are so worried about that happening again. And I'll use myself as an example. Last summer, if you guys are new here, last summer I got a divorce and I moved to Key West. I used all those connections that I made from that podcast episode I talked about. I used all of them to move down there. I had housing. I had an online job that I could work from. I just needed Wi-Fi. I had so many people that were like, when you get down here and you want to open Divine Banana, your cafe, let us know. We'll hook you up. Da-da-da. But I was so emotionally distraught from my divorce That socializing was the last thing I wanted to do. I just wanted to hide and cry and go to therapy every day, (laughs) okay? Putting myself out there and being fun and laughing and sociable would be doing myself a disservice because I was reeking with pain. And sweeping it under the rug, which just, nope, it wasn't going to happen. So then there was that. But then also I lost that digital job. That company had to file bankruptcy because they just weren't doing well. So I lost that job. And then my housing ended up having like no air conditioning, barely any running water. And my poor pug was like, mom, I can't breathe down here in Key West. Pugs cannot regulate their body temperature. So when he gets hot, he just kept having heat stroke after heat stroke after heat stroke. And I was like, this is my son. I cannot see him suffer like this every day. Nope. So I ran out of money because I was like, I can't live in this place where I have no air conditioning for my dog. Plus, I really don't want to be there. And didn't have a job. Was emotionally a mess. So I called my mom to break down. And she said, Steph, come home. Just come home. So I did. And I healed. And I'm ready. But point of the story is that scary ass moment of looking in my checking account and seeing (laughs) barely enough money to get gas like I if you guys listen to the podcast there are a few of you that were like what's your paypal I will send you gas money right now and you did and I will never ever ever forget your generosity and your kindness because it's because of you I was able to feed myself and my dog and have gas money to get home to where I am now. But that was really, really hard. I have financially supported myself my whole life. And then to be in such a vulnerable spot where it was sink or swim, 
and have to ask for help was so hard and not knowing what was next. Like I thought for sure that I had all my ducks in a row. I was going to live happily ever after in Key West, the end. And then when that dream just blew up in my face, my tail was between my legs and I was like, well, what the fuck is my dream now? Oh my God, what, what's my, where do I go from here? It was really, really scary, really tough. If you guys want to listen to that podcast episode that I recorded while sitting in the bathroom of a motel, um, it's called This I Achieved My Dream and I'm Miserable. So scroll back to last July and listen to that. And you know, when I left Key West, I was like, fuck this place. I'm never coming back. You know, I was my ego was running wild. <laughs> Like, fuck this place. Nobody supported me. I needed help, and nobody here would help me. I, I put up ads on Craigslist looking for housing. I applied in person. So many jobs. Didn't get a call back. Wah, wah, wah. But now I'm like, you know what? It ain't that bad. Would I give it a try again if the timing was right? Yeah. But right now, it's Colorado or bust, baby. And I say that now, but once I hit the road, I'm really just going to wing it and spend like weeks or months at a time at certain Airbnbs and just see who the universe places on my path. And I'm really, really, really excited to, and nervous, to record this, the next few podcasts because I'm going to share everything with you guys. And I'm going to prove to you that this is what happens when you follow your heart and you put yourself out there. And I trust that even though I'll spend money, more money will come in. And my intuition tells me this is the right thing to do. And I really think the universe is going to like send me people and moments and places and things to say, yes, here, here's your proof that you were right. And so it's going to be kind of like a Dear Diary type of episode. Like I release on Wednesdays. And I'm going to take about 10 minutes every evening to give you guys a recap of my day. Because I know there will be moments where I'm like, oh, you guys, I'm so nervous that I make the right decision. Help me. I feel low. I feel scared and sad. But then there's going to be days where I jump on here and I'm like, guys, oh my God, guess what? You won't believe who I met today and the synchronicities around it. So it's going to be really fun. Our audience is a lot bigger than it was this time last year. And I really hope this will inspire you guys to take that leap of faith, to leave that relationship or to start that new relationship or to leave that job or apply for that new job. You know, there's a lot of creative energy in the air. And I think a lot of it is just punching down things and crumbling them to the ground that were no longer meant for us and we really needed that extra oomph to get rid of them. And now it's like, all right, that went quick, but guess what? This, this energy is still red, hot, fiery, rainbow, all colors, just passion. And it's going to rebuild. And it's going to rebuild something absolutely beautiful. So if you guys are feeling creative lately, get out there, do things, be creative, use that energy. And if you're feeling really low at your wit's end, know that it's temporary and it's only for now and you're in good company. I am so appreciative of you guys. For our premium subscribers, I will see you this Friday. If you don't already join us, come sign up. $10 a month, cancel anytime. We'd love to have you at our bonus powwow chats. 
If you guys could be so kind as to go on iTunes and leave Lightworkers Lounge a star review, that helps other Lightworkers find us. I would really, really appreciate it. You don't have to write anything. Just click the stars. As usual, follow us on Instagram at Lightworkers Lounge and visit lightworkers-lounge.com for lots of goodies. All right. I will see you guys next week on the show. Next Wednesday when I am supposed to be pulling out of my driveway. Ah! Now you guys are going to hold me accountable, right? (laughs) I love you guys. Take it easy out there. I'll see you next week. Bye. The girl's got her eyes on fading horizon. Here come the last line of our favorite song. It's the end of an era. She's going to tear up that interstate on her way to Charleston. She's gone, moving on, taking off my leather jacket. Gonna drive as far as she can tonight. Gonna sleep on the roadside. She'll know when a hometown country station turns to static. She ain't ever been that far from home. But I know she's better off gone. Yeah.